Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration, instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. It conducts the Cold War in short. With a wartime discipline, no democracy would ever hope or wish to match. Nevertheless, every democracy recognizes the necessary all right good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are in the world my name is josh that is vince taglia via this is the red pill projects daily dose live with you monday through thursday 8 30 p.m eastern standard time this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy and there you had john f kennedy with his famous infamous secrecy speech where he was talking about the infiltration of the media back in 1963 and how that media is a controlled operation by a clandestine intelligence that is basically providing for its monolithic conspiracy to take over the world to control the realm of information now if you're new here to the Red Pill Project or to the Daily Dose, uh, what we do is we help to understand the narrative, the narrative of how things are unfolding in the world. We like to pearl string things together to kind of see a bigger picture, a 40,000 foot view, if you may. And uh, I played that speech tonight because today, 11-22-2023, is the 60th anniversary of John F. Kennedy, President John F. Kennedy's assassination. Um, this is where... Um, about 11 different gunmen took a shot at him and his head from the Zabruder film back into the left, back into the left. Um, and then we were told that that was a single government from a book suppository that fired the gunshot from that way back there. And that gunshot from back there came this way and made his head go back into the left. So... You know what? <clears throat> We've been lied to for a very long time, guys. That was one of the original coups in this country. Uh, there was a lot more than just John F. Kennedy being assassinated in 1963 that you actually have to understand. You had McCarthy taken out before that. You had uh, James Forrestal, the former Secretary of the Navy, Secretary of Defense, who was taken out. You had Patton. 
uh, who was killed down in Australia. You had a lot of patriots during that time frame who were killed off because they were patriots and they understood the infiltration that was happening in our country. Bobby was next uh, a few years later. So listen, people, <clears throat> this is very this war is very, very real. And this war has transmutated into what we're seeing today, and that's the information war. The war on information. And really, you know, you know what's another name for the war on information, Vince? Let me hear it. The war on your mind. Yeah. It, it truly is the war on your mind. And I, I don't think I need to explain too much into what that really means to a lot of people. But I can tell you right now is that From a very, very high level, what we're seeing happening here as what we could call the Great Awakening is this has been coming for a very, very long time. And I think that if we look at the technological progression of humanity into the modern age, into the modern day, the one thing that we see that's prevalent is the amount of information <clears throat> distributed to the minds of individual people has increased exponentially since the 1930s and the 1940s. It started with the broadcasting on the airwaves of the radio, then it moved to television, and eventually those things optimized and efficientized to a certain level and degree. Yeah. Then it moved to computers and from computers into cell phones, and now they're even trying to implement that shit into people's minds. Yeah, you know, and uh, all the way up until before computers, they had a pretty good control over all this media mm -hmm. well yeah and and they did have a very very good and we know uh operation mockingbird which was one of those programs and jfk really signifies it there that this is uh what he was really talking about because this came out in 73 74 about operation mockingbird right and what jfk was really signaling there was that hey look our our in our media organizations have been infiltrated by whomever this is. And it was at the time, the CIA. And who was JFK trying to take down? Dulles and the CIA. Um, and then there's a whole story out of World War II, how this all happened, Operation Paperclip, uh, and why McCarthy came out and was yelling and screaming about the communist infiltration within our government during that time. He was talking about the National Socialists, the Nazis. Wow. He was talking about this furthest agenda that was happening. The, the fascist globalists who were infiltrating our government through buying out politicians. I mean, that culminated in the 1930s, the, the Banking Act of 1933, the Bankers Plot, the, uh, the Bonus Army, all of this stuff fed into what happened there. And, you know, one day, hopefully that truth of the, all these stories will be told and all the patriots that died uh, trying to expose this will be glorified one day. Uh, but right now, that war has transmuted into something I don't even think they could have predicted or imagined around that time. Now, we had a series of events today, and I find like all, all of this kind of interesting, crazy, and, and just... <clears throat> absolutely mind-boggling now okay so the first thing that we're going to talk about is not my beard because obviously some people were pissed off about that and whatever you don't like to hear about my beard then too bad uh but the first thing i'm going to talk about is i'm going to talk about what happened in new york state at the border yeah okay 
That was an interesting unfoldment today. Yeah, that, that was. So original reports came out and stated that this was a terrorist attack. Yeah, I think Fox was among the first to report it, if not the first. Right. And these reports weren't coming out from news organizations or people on Twitter. This was coming out from uh, reliable sources, Customs and Borders Patrol, right? So if you haven't seen it, this is the car flying through the air right there. Boom! That's a Bentley. Very rich, affluent person. He's dead now. And here's the car exploding. Okay, which is a pretty big explosion. He must have filled up on some high uh, premium gas there before that all happened. Uh, And there is the aftermath. Now, here's the thing. And I pointed this out on Twitter, and I don't know what people caught this. Mm -hmm. Just yesterday, Governor Hochul came out and passed a new... um, a new system that was going to be developed in New York state under the department of Homeland security in New York state. Right. She established the ministry of truth through the department of Homeland security, which would educate, create a, 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 a new system to educate all the teachers and the children, how to recognize disinformation, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. And she said conspiracy theories very specifically. And it was the number one thing that she said. Now, whenever you're dealing with anything in the PSYOP or psychological warfare people, you have to listen to their voice. You have to listen to what they say and what they say specifically. Okay. Now I want to go back there and I want to play what she said. Okay. Because I think that this becomes critically important to understand what happened today. And yes, I'm a fucking conspiracy theorist through and through. This is how I follow the narrative. I I will put it down that you're going to not hear the end of this. Watch what happens with all this. But listen to what Hochul says here. Watch when she says conspiracy theorist. Today I'm directing the director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Now, you notice how there's no pause. Mm-hmm. It's just okay? pause in there real quick. Right. So you go back and watch the pauses in her speech and then watch that flow. Conspiracy theories and misinformation. Hold on. This will teach students. Pause. And even teachers to help understand. Pause. How to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Pause. Do you see how she did that? It's almost like she wanted to move on with it quickly. No, no, no. It's a timing sequence. Okay? It's a timing sequence, okay? This is used in neuro-linguistic programming. Okay? Yes. What she did is she she basically prepped the minds of everybody listening to what she was saying. Okay. So she, so basically when you put that gapping in between, so statement, statement, staping, statement, and then run on that run on is what you listen to and what filters in subconscious tricks, right? Subconscious, uh, uh, subconscious, uh, I don't have the right words tonight. Um, Manipulation. I don't know. Not manipulation. um, Indoctrination, if you want to call it like that. But anyways, she was using neuro-linguistic programming there specifically. And I was thinking about this last night when I was talking about it. I'm like, oh, you're going to see some type of false flag in New York State at some point in time. And so what did we see today? We see initial reports coming out earlier today. So 
Reuters. Okay, so Reuters comes out. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, that was that was from yesterday. Okay, Reuters comes out. Reuters reporting the initial U.S. Customs Border Patrol assessment suggests incident of the U.S. Canada border crossing caused by reckless driver whose actions resulted. Okay. Uh, before that, law enforcement totally told no explosives were found in the vehicle that crashed at the Rainbow Bridge, uh, <clears throat> not calling this an act of terrorism. Okay. So yeah. initial reports that came out within the first 10 to 15 minutes, <clears throat> all we're saying, massive explosion, explosives were found, a car full filled with explosives, two people. Okay. Yeah. They're coming out and saying that this was a terrorist attack. Everybody, the, the airports were all shut down. And then all of a sudden, two hours later, oh, no, it's not. What just happened? The rug was pulled. So hmm. people what are like, mean? well, you know, I think that that's a stretch, dude. It was it was some guy going to a uh, a KISS concert, finding out the cancer concert was canceled, and he just got mad and he hit the gas at the border. So what do you think's likely that actually occurred today? Well, I want you to think of two names here. Oh, Michael Hastings and John Brennan. Yeah, I saw your tweet on that, and um, yeah. Okay, they, what what do those two names have in common? They died in car wrecks, out of control vehicles, right? Well, John Brennan's still alive. John Brennan was the man being investigated by is, Michael Hastings. Michael oh, Hastings so, was the Rolling Stones reporter who was about to break a story on something known as Vault Seven. Okay, so Vault Seven. Is, wait, hold on. Okay, is it is it the guy in a car wreck though? Michael Hastings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's so, the one who so careened into about, a tree in his sports car, right? That's right. Okay. So okay. Michael Hastings was a Rolling Stones reporter who's about to break the story on something known as Vault Seven. Uh -huh. uh, one of the tools of Vault Seven was the ability to hijack the computer in vehicles. And through wireless and cell phone technology, control that vehicle and produce accidents and make them look like accidents when they're really assassinations. Michael Hastings mysteriously died in a car accident when his Mercedes went 150 miles per hour into a tree and then blew up in a massive explosion. I mean, yeah. kind of interesting. Almost like the, the fuel tank was leaking before all of this happened. I don't know. Just kind of puts it that way. So understand that they have the ability to do this and then all of a sudden we see hokel coming out and, and see the problem i have with hokel is she is going to implement this program not through the department of education but through the department of homeland security so what this does is it funds the program through the department of homeland security in the state of new york oh we're just educating k through 12 out there guys we're just we're just helping the little kitties learn how to you know, recognize conspiracy theories. Okay. Right. But, <laughs> but is that really the case of what is happening here? I certainly think there's more to it. I, I certainly think that there's more to it because the expansion of what that could turn into is really the case of what we're talking about is there's way more going on here than meets the freaking eye. Now, Interestingly enough, is that there was a few other things that broke today. I should have these on my, my Twitter feed um, that tie directly into what we're talking about here. Hmm. 
Uh, well, obviously it's not there. Let me go here. Let me, let me go. Yeah. Where, where did I see it? It's interesting too, that we don't know the identity of the guy who. Oh, they, they, they already identified him. Oh, really? Yep. It's, uh, it's on my Twitter feed. If you want to pull it up. Oh, yeah. I'll take a look for it. Well, Oh, Vince, where's that article yeah. I sent you? There it is. I got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is this is what I was actually talking about. Mm -hmm. Here you go. Washington, D.C., United States Senate, the Honorable Merrick Darlin. I, I write to request that you clear for public release additional information about the Hemisphere Project. This is a long-running dragnet surveillance program in which the White House pays AT&T to provide all federal, state, local, and tribal law enforcement agencies the ability to request often warrantless searches of trillions of domestic phone records. Not only AT&T, but everybody. The scale of the data available to and routinely search for the benefit of law enforcement under the Hemisphere Project is stunning in its scope. One law enforcement official described the Hemisphere Project as AT&T super search engine and Google on steroids, according to the emails released by the Drug Enforcement Age, uh, Administration under the Freedom of Information Act. Okay. So the Department of Homeland Security in New York State is going to create this program to teach and educate people. But really what they're doing, guys, anytime that they say they're going to create a program, that just means that we're providing money for something that has basically a very, very wide and broad range of what we can do with that program. So they yeah. come out and say that, hey, well, we want to limit disinformation, misinformation, conspiracy theories. Well, for fuck's sake, the United Nations has already said and came out, we're going to start a project to do exactly this. The World Economic Forum came and warned that these are the top concerns. White House, the Biden White House, the fucking Congress, they've all said the same thing. They just passed this new rule through the FCC trying to limit the shit. This is what yeah. the Restrict Act's all about. And what happens a day after local implements this fucking program is you have a car flying through the air into the border, crashes, blows up, two people in the car die, and immediately Twitter is flooded with conspiracy theories of a terrorist event. And people are out there, terrorist event, lock and load, lock up. Oh, my God, everything's happening. And what has New York State been doing for the last, what, four or five weeks since the Israeli-Palestine thing has started? Oh, my God, we're on heightened threat alert, heightened threat yeah. alert, heightened threat alert. And, uh, and Reuters, everybody came out earlier today. Oh, yeah, we're being reported that this is a terrorist event. This is a terrorist attack. People go on the Twitter. This is a terrorist attack. Oh, my God, America's under attack. I saw yeah. Laura, uh, not, not uh, Laura Logan, uh, with, uh, Laura Loomer. Oh my God, America's under attack by radical Islamic terrorists, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Guess what Hochul's going to do? She's going to go back and say, see how dangerous this is? See, one man made a mistake and his gas pedal stuck and he flew into the border. Poor him, lost his life. And everybody thinks it's a terrorist attack. We need to control that information. I think you're spot on with that assessment, dude. Um. Telling you, man. Yeah. And it allows for further expansion of everything else that we're seeing. Yeah, and they really are, I believe, with what you're talking about here, with what Hochul's doing, laying the framework for something much bigger. Now, what's also crazy, going back to Hochul, Hochul, <sighs> New York, Hulk, Hochul, Hochul, and New York State. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, let's go and pull this one up. Um, let's go and pull this one up. Uh, where are you here? 
There it is. The New York Appellate Division has ruled in favor of Governor Kathy Hochul in a landmark case for government overreach. I was talking about this yesterday. Rule 2.13, isolation and quarantine procedures, will give the states of New York the ability to come into your home and take away your quarantine, take you away to quarantine without any notice for any virus or infection they deem necessary. You won't have any option to fight it, no court date, nothing. The rule has no age limit. They can keep you as long as they like. The rule also allows them to treat you as they see fit, including using methods that are still in testing. This is one of the biggest abuses of power this country has ever seen. Only the beginning. How long until the nationwide or even global? Well, guess what, motherfucker? It is nationwide. Governor DeSantis, four years ago, signed the same damn thing in a revised Senate bill. Tennessee, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, California. All had the same damn provisions. Kentucky, same damn provision. It happened during COVID when nobody was looking. So you take that in the context, okay? And, and got to remember, left hand, right hand. We need distractions to keep you away from what this hand's doing. Hey, fly a car into the border. We'll call it a terrorist attack. We can use that to fit our uh, our whole center, everybody, and conspiracy theory agendas. And then the other hand, let's go ahead and create a new fucking pandemic. Oh, how about that? What's happening in, in China right now? China, China. I don't know, but could I comment before we digress? Sure. With the way that they roll this out, let's say that you're absolutely spot on, which I believe there's a high probability you are that they're trying to uh, usher in more uh, censorship through saying, well, look at how dangerous this is. The public's going to cause mass uh, panic. And so we need to control what's on the internet. Um, The thing is they are causing that. They are using systems of authority to start the misinformation where then somebody like me sees this and is like, wow, is there a terrorist going? Is this really a terrorist event? Huh, I'm going to retweet this. Next thing you know, you know, you got everyone else doing the same thing and you have this hysteria unfold. But the, the scam is they started it. So actually, the people should be clamping down on them. They shouldn't be clamping down on us. Who becomes a harbinger of truth? Not the fucking government. And people, I listen, I curse like a sailor. And you know what? This is a very critical time in the history of our country and our world. And you're going to hear a lot of F-bombs. So just warning you now. So how about this one? Mystery pneumonia tears through schools in China with many, many hospitalized. The World Health Organization has advised people in China to take measures amid a respiratory illness spike of unknown origins. And I go out there, deja fucking view. Deja fucking vu. Because you know what? I remember 2019, right before an election year, the exact damn same thing happened. True that. They've got their, their, uh, they've got something playing on repeat. Same old Mm -hmm. playbook, I guess. Now, I'm just going to, I'm just going to call this one out because you know what? It's on my feed and it's right here. But anybody still following Catholicism? What the hell is wrong with you? Transgender women go to lunch with Pope Francis. These aren't even transgender women. These are just cross-dressers. Okay. What? These, these are just cross-dressers. 
Probably some of them are trans. Now, look, I don't care if you're trans, if you're gay, uh, uh, cross-dressed. What? I don't care. It's fine. Be who, be whoever you want to be in the United States, right? Like, I don't care. Treat everybody with respect. Don't ask for anything more than nobody else already has. As don't in rights, freedoms, and liberties. Yeah, don't try to indoctrinate people and stay the fuck away from children, right? That, that, that's all we're asking here. Here's the thing. Why is Pope Francis inviting a transgender group to the Vatican? Just innocent tea time? Just innocent tea time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's to completely corrupt Catholicism, I suppose. Destruction of religion. Catholicism is Satanism, buddy. You know what? People give a lot of other people a bad rap because... If you go back and read a book, like if you, let's say you read a book from the 19th century, right? Okay. Okay. And you read it with your modern understanding of things. Do you think you're going to have the right conceptualization of what that person was expressing in those words? It'll be a little out of context. It could be massively out of context, right? Sure. Especially if that person was a 33rd degree Freemason, the, the grandmaster of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, right? One of these people like mm. Albert Pike, in his book, Morals and Dogma, where mm. he talks about the real battle is between Adonai and Lucifer, where he claims Lucifer is the one true God, and that the church, the Vatican, is Satan, is the evil in the world, have persecuted people for thousands of years. Now, he was he was being very um, sarcastic in his comments, like in the sense of how he was attacking, but what he was doing is, during that time, the church was ramping up Luciferianism, which was kind of Lucifer is in, in scripture and so forth. Before that time frame was never really mentioned as an attribute to Satan or anything like that. Uh, mm -hmm. There's actually in a lot of Gnostic circles, Jesus and Lucifer were very well connected. But anyways, so what he was trying to say there is that their god Adonai is really Satan, the devil, the one that they're worshiping, and they're utilizing that as a mechanism to suppress everybody. Now, whether you believe that or not, you, I urge you to go out there and do your own research, your own investigation, okay? But what he was trying to say is that the Catholic Church is fucking Satan. Not like fucking him, but like they are Satan. Like that is who created it. They created it to stay in business. This is why they're the largest landowner in the freaking world. They pay zero taxes. They've been bringing billions upon billions of dollars each year. They have ownership in almost every major country in the world. In the mid 1800s, did you know the Vatican was in the midst of a collapse? No. Did you know this? The Vatican no. was done. They were about to collapse. And they're about to be invaded. And what happened? You had oh. a bunch of royal families in Italy and Rome that came in, funded them, stayed with them, and, and guarded the shit out of the Vatican. They ah. became known as the black nobility. Okay. Okay? This is who, who the Orsini family, the Colana family, and multiple other, the Gambini family, and many other than families. A lot of these families expanded out into the United States of America and became what? The mob, the mafia, these types of families. Hmm. Okay? They became the wealthy landowners and business owners throughout the world. The black nobility is who bought the Vatican at that time and began trans transitioning the Vatican into their own mechanism of power and control. Don't take my word for it. 
go do go do your own research. Don't sit there and tell me I'm wrong because you looked up a few things. Do your research on it. We talked about that a few shows ago. Okay. I, I love the comments. Oh, you don't know what you talk about. You no, no, sure. Come and debate me. Let's go. Rock and roll, baby. Okay. Oh yeah. Now go. I wanted to just touch on that real quick. Now come back full circle. Mystery pneumonia in China. Yeah. Hokel wins the quarantine rule. Florida still has it. Tennessee, Kentucky, Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado. They all had that quarantine rule. How about this one? Hundreds of dogs sickened with mysterious and potentially fatal illness in several U.S. states. Many are dying. Huh. I wonder what it is. Same thing it is for us is what I think. What What is being fed to the dogs that is causing them to die? Garbage. Well, is it something that might just be in their food? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wonder if it's something that's in their food. But you know, or their jabs. That's right. You know, no, we're coming into uh, we're, we're coming into Turkey Day tomorrow. Yeah. Have you ever seen the vegan turkey? This no. is how vegan turkeys made, people. Check this out. And for veggie lovers, that means it's tofurkey time. It all starts with this, a big vat of tofu puree. Mix in wheat, canola oil, water, and savory seasonings, and it becomes masa. Get it to about 90 degrees after about 15 minutes, and it's ready to be plopped into a tote for stuffing. The masa goes up and goes into a hopper. Inside a second hopper, a wild rice and breadcrumb stuffing. These two ingredients are extruded through a tunnel, basically forming an outer layer of our masa with an internal layer of our stuffing. It all goes into this casing, which is clipped on both sides, rolls down a conveyor line, gets inspected, then goes on a rack for the oven. It cooks for approximately four hours at about 298 degrees, and then we'll open the oven, take the product out, and begin the cooling process. It'll go inside of the freezer for a minimum of eight hours until it reaches the proper temperature, where it's then ready for packaging. But there's one last step. The roasts get a ride through an x-ray for food safety, looking for any foreign objects. The product is delivered to our hand packing lines. Today we're running our roast with gravy. So they're taking gravy packets and our 26 ounce roast, hand placing them in the pre-printed cartons. That is absolutely disgusting. People are eating that much fake meat. So take this into context though. Did you see the process of how that was? Made? Dude, the thing is cooked at 404 hours in plastic. And these people are like, I'm vegan because I'm saving the animals. I'm going healthy. Yeah, dude. Is there any nutrients in that? Or is it just a carb shit oil bomb? It's a, it's a carb shit oil bomb. Yeah. It, it, Bad oil. It's healthy. There's wild rice in it. You know, anytime, yeah. um, see, anytime that I see this and I think of vegans, right? You know who I think of? No. Hold on. Let me think. Let me find it. Let me find one. I know a vegan vampire. This is who I think of. 
again. <laughs> My gosh, Chris Farley, come on! Unbelievable. You know, I wonder that? how. I wonder how Cindy much that. Crawford, right? I wonder how much that tofurkey will uh, raise your blood glucose and spike your insulin, and then people are like. Oh my gosh, infertility is so far so high. Did you know that the root cause of the infertility is largely po- probably related to insulin? No, well, the insulin resistance as well as high estrogen levels. All of it. Soy, the soybean is massively skyrocketing of estrogen levels in, in men. And, and one of the main reasons they say that we have uh, a massive increase, and, and don't people don't take offense to this, a massive increase in gay people since the 1990s to current day is be, because of all the estrogen that was added into the foods because of the soy and the canola oils. Could be. How about this? I discovered this, and I'm curious if there's any like behavioral scientists out there that want to look into this. I got a few friends that are lesbians, all right? And I started asking them questions because I wanted to find commonalities, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, I said, what was the one thing that you ate throughout your teenage years? And I did this on purpose because you, during your teenage years, you're going through puberty. That's when your hormones are balancing out and everything's growing. They both said that they ate the same thing addictively, nonstop. Do you know what the same thing was? I do. Peanut butter. Now, what's interesting about peanut butter is it artificially spikes testosterone in women. <laughs> so I'm curious if there's any lesbians out there. Did you eat a lot of peanut butter when you were going through puberty and adolescence? <laughs> Just curious. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Just and kind actually, of like a, an epidemiological study that I'm doing. Well, that's why... Uh, I, I know some. I know a couple lesbians too, and that's why when they go to bars and they're trying to date in the dating scene, they say like, "Hey, how you doing? Do you like peanut butter?" And then they <laughs> wink. <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> that's an interesting theory, dude. I absolutely love it, and I guarantee you, if somebody picked that up and ran with it, it would be incredibly successful and popular because the woke left will go absolutely nuts, and they're going to mm-hmm. sell so many extra copies when they do, if they publish it in a book per se. Okay. The next thing that I want to talk about, Vince. So Sam Altman is forced out of his own company, Jet uh, OpenAI. Okay, and now he's returning. Now, what ended up happening is wow. all the employees of OpenAI came out and said, "We want Sam back. You need to bring Sam back." And OpenAI has a big investment from uh, from Microsoft, right? So they end up bringing Sam Altman back. So Sam Altman has agreed to return to OpenAI. The company said in Tuesday post on XJ stays after the surprise ouster uh, of the chief executive sparked an employee revolt that threatened to undermine what has been leading company in the fledging artificial intelligence industry. We have reached an agreement in principle for Sam Altman to return OpenAI as a CEO, CEO with a new initial board, the company said, adding the board will be chaired by Brett Taylor, the former CEO of Salesforce, and former secretary Larry Summers will also join the board. Okay. Now, this is interesting because the employees said, hey, look, get rid of your board or we're leaving. Well, not only did they say they're leaving, but apparently a few people leaked some shit. Listen to this. Ahead of the OpenAI CEO, Sam Altman's four days in exile, 
Several staff researchers sent the board of directors a letter warning of powerful artificial intelligence discovery that they said could threaten humanity. This is just breaking, by the way. Oh, yeah, this is breaking. This is no joke. Okay, so basically, they, they try to the board of directors, which Sam Alton, you got to remember, this was a nonprofit. He turned it into a profit. They try to kick him out. He's going to go to Microsoft. The employees come out and say, hey, look, you better bring Sam Alton back or we're gone and we're going to release this little secret right here. Okay. The board of directors end up getting replaced. They bring in a new board of directors. Sam Alton comes back. The reports say that the makers of Chat GPT had made progress. Are you ready for this? Yes. On Q star, Q asterisk, Q star, which yeah. some internally believe could be a breakthrough in the startup search for super intelligence, also known as artificial general intelligence. One of the people toyed Reuters, uh, OpenAI defines AGI as AI systems that are smarter than humans. Yeah, so which the general... They- the general consensus is that we're not yet there. So this would be a leap in the technology, essentially. Oh, yeah. Massively. Yeah. Not only that is they claim that this has is a threat to humanity to a large degree. Now, the interesting thing that I find is the name of it. Q asterisk. The freaking literal name of this artificial intelligence that chat GPT had been developing is Q. Yeah. I want more info, please. What's going on here? I, I'm telling you guys, we are coming to what we're, uh, Terrence McKenna would call the singularity, or Kirchwild would call the singularity. We are coming to this point, this apex, okay? The precipice, the 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 height of humanity when everything's about to just go. <clears throat> Shit's about to get weird. And Vince said, shit's about to get weird. I said, dude, shit's already weird. Yeah, true. Shit is getting Amen. Hit that like if you guys agree. Yeah, hit that like, guys. Help support us. Share, like, comment, all that good stuff. So those are kind of the major things that we were looking at today. And I'm telling you, this is just one day in the world. One day. Just one day. Just in the a couple world. little things. I know. And, and what did we have yesterday? One of the, the most advanced Chinese naval warships sunk. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Submarine. Did you see the submarine story? What's the submarine story? Oh, I got to pull it up, dude. My gosh. Give me a second. I'm sorry. I don't have it, uh, my. Uh, that's the right in front of me. Uh, mm-hmm. Gosh. What am I doing? I don't have all the info off the top of my head. But yeah, we had the Chinese vessel that caught fire about 24 hours ago. Yep. What else as I pull this up? Gosh, the pressure is making me stumble. I don't know. Well, how about this? A week ago, you had a, a, a Russian military vessel blown up by Ukrainians. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you had the U.S. Uh, naval assets of the Persian Gulf come under attack, and the, so they did a missile run uh, in Syria. Um, oh. You're not hearing anything about Palestine and Israel anymore. It's almost like it has been completely Hardly. removed from the news circuit mm-hmm. because all the liberals decided that they were against war. 
uh, yeah. when they're not supposed to be because they we weren't had, programmed uh, to be that way. Yeah, we had Japan or, I mean, North Korea launch a satellite and then take pictures of mil U.S. military assets. I didn't see this, no. This happened, I think, this morning that broke or late last night. Did they release them publicly? No. <laughs> but they also... They also have said they have a satellite in orbit now that has ballistic missile capabilities, a North Korean-owned one. Yeah. And then here we go. Royal Navy nuclear sub sank into danger zone following a gauge malfunction, nearly killing 140 crew members so they didn't die. But is this... Here's a link. Is this just... Um, well, it's natural a gauge, news, so... Is this just a gauge failure? Natural news? Oh, well. Let's see if anyone else. Is um, well, this is Royal Navy. So this is uh, the, the Vanguard class vessel, which um, is now a few decades old, was carrying 140 crew as well as Trident two Doomsday missiles. Oh, when they... the depth gauge failed, caused its commander. So the this problem is kind of with that news, is two days. Well, yeah, but the problem with this, my thoughts on this, yes, are that submarines and naval ships, yes, are built as redundant systems especially submarines what do you mean so well firstly is if you have a um a depth gauge uh uh indicator in a submarine number one is you have three of them on board okay you have more than one of them on board uh then you have repairs extras of those on board okay you carry the yeah. whole, you carry everything that's on that submarine Okay, everything that's installed on that submarine, you have extras on besides the missiles. Okay, you yeah. have one to two extras. Okay, I'm so calling. yep, John Raider just is is nailing it. What do you say, guys? We are seeing massive cyber warfare that's not being reported. Okay, I what what took down this ship? The, the submarine, the USS Connecticut that I talked about, I was talking about this yesterday. What caused that to crash into a mountain? It most likely got hijacked. Most likely got cyber attacked. What happened to this Royal Nuclear Naval Submarine? Most likely got hijacked, cyber attacked. What happened to this car that just flew into the Border Patrol? It got hacked. It got hijacked. Now, here's the thing. is Let's say that the USS Connecticut and this Royal, Royal Naval Submarine were all cyber attacked. Do you think that they would release that information that that no. submarines carrying nuclear warheads were hacked? Not unless they're ready to start an offensive in World War III escalation. There, exactly, exactly. So, uh, what do we have here? This is uh, this was kind of interesting. Uh, the chief of staff of the Department of Defense Education Activity of schools in the U.S. was arrested last week during a two-day human trafficking operation in Coweta County, Georgia. Stephen Havonic, 64, of Sharpsburg, Georgia, was arrested November 14th in a sting that netted 25 additional suspects on charges related to the prostitution, as well as drugs, weapons, and warrants. So, you know, you know what I got out of this? I wasn't surprised that a Biden administration DOD official was arrested. I, I wasn't surprised on that. Right. But are you asking the same question that I'm asking? What? Why the fuck is the Department of Defense in our education system? I didn't even connect that. Right, the Department you oversaw of Defense education activity system. What? Well, what is the the DOD doing with our schools? Yeah. 
that seems a little misaligned with their uh, generally accepted responsibilities, if you ask uh, I me. I agree. Hmm. I, we should uh, we should do an audit and see how they're spending their money. Yep. <laughs> Those always work. So they fail their audit every time, folks. The uh, military is coming out and letting all of the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and guardians back in who got the vaccine, who didn't get the vaccine. And not only that, it looks like they're all going to win their cases. So congratulations yeah. to Tom Rance, Todd Callender, and all those guys. Um, and we were right, guys. We, You know what? That's civil disobedience. It's an act of civil disobedience. You know what happened? You look at our military as a prime example. Of this. These people stood with their convictions. They stood up for yep. what they believed in. Some of them, 18, 19, 20 years of service, and they couldn't retire. They were forced out of service and lost their pension because they stood next to their conviction, convictions of what they believed in. Yeah. And guess what? Those convictions held strong to the point where our military began declining beyond repair to where they had to go back and change the regulation, the policy, and said, oops, we were wrong. That's civil disobedience, people. That's how it works. If, if 20 million Americans just said, guess what, guys? We're not paying our taxes anymore. It'd be about three days and the government would be like, we're so sorry. We're going to replace ourselves. Look, paper ballots everywhere. <laughs> Seriously, that's how easy it would okay. be if you could just unite humanity to that level, to that point. Could you imagine if everybody was on the same page and just could look at all the facts and really digest oh, it all? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. House Ethics Committee votes against opening the investigation into the Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman for pulling the fire alarm, which was a misdemeanor, or actually a felony, I believe. And the House Ethics Committee, uh, which is um, Republican-operated, voted against yeah. it. You know, uh, what was this? Uh, House Speaker Johnson was found on recording saying that... Uh, you know, average people's lives really don't matter. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought uh, that seems a little crazy to say. It, it seems just a little bit crazy to say. And, you know, it's funny because I don't see any conservative news sites actually reporting on that. Hmm. Don't want to point out the truth. No. Nope. I, I see corruption with media that generally a lot of people consider to be somewhat trustworthy and it's yep. very saddening uh anywhere from politics to the climate scam you name it and there are a ton of crappy misleading headlines just look at headlines you could learn a lot because that's what a majority of the people are looking at anyway and that's where a lot of the manipulation comes into play yeah not so much the details well i'm pulling something up I want to remind everybody of something here. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yes. Don't forget, folks. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <clears throat> October 23rd, 2022 in Belgium, in Brussels, Belgium. What happened? Good question. John Hopkins Center for Health Security, in partnership with the WHO, 
the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation conducted catastrophic contagion, a pandemic tabletop exercise at the Grand Challenges annual, annual meeting in Brussels, Belgium. The extraordinary group consisted of 10 current and former health ministers and senior public health officials from all different types of countries. The exercise simulated a series of WHO emergency health advisory board meetings addressing a fictional pandemic set in the near future. Future participants grappled with how to respond to an epidemic located in one part of the world that then spread rapidly, becoming a pandemic with a higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and disproportionately affecting children and young people. Right. Let's go back to China real quick. Read the headline. Here we go. Mystery child pneumonia outbreak sweeps through schools in China, overwhelming hospitals with sick children. Right on cue. Right on cue. Just as we practiced. Good job, team. Um, and what is the WHO trying to push down people's throats? Country's throats. Global. The ability to take control. Yeah of medical policy, regulation, implementation of pandemic control during times like this exactly in China. Yeah. Maybe they're going to take over the concentration camps. Hey, we're going to use my this. thoughts. My thoughts are this is that the WHO is going to rush into China right now as this illness is going out there. They're going to contain it and stop the spread of it in China. And she's told you, we know what we're doing. It works. Ooh. And more countries will adopt that because the WHO knows what they're doing is helping everybody out. I found this kind of interesting. Hmm. Here come the super pigs. Wild crossbreed boars are spreading out of control down from Canada to northern U.S. Yeah. Stories about endangered animal species, sad and worrying that they may uh, uh, go away. Um it turns out an exploding population of super pigs from Canada is coming south of the border in northern states like Minnesota. They're not talking North about Minnesota and Montana are starting to experience a disruptive nature of these wild boars. Uh, so in Canada, the wild pigs are roaming Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, posing a new threat. They are often crossbreeds that combine the survival skills of the Eurasian boar with a size and high fertility of domestic swine to create a super pig that's spreading out of control. Um, so, they so call them feral our... swine, the most invasive animal on the planet, and an ecological train wreck. Where do so we get... you... Sorry, go ahead. So you know what my thought is? Yeah. I'm in Minnesota. Um, I got plenty of ammunition and firearms, yeah. and I'll absolutely eat wild boar. So yeah. why aren't you issuing me tags to go right. out there and kill these fucking That's things? what I was going to ask. So where do we get our tags? And I don't think yeah. we have them in Washington State. This is an East Coast thing. Well, mid. this is no, no, this is uh, Montana, North yeah. Dakota, wow. Minnesota, Wisconsin. So, so where's my tags, Minnesota? I'm willing to go help you with this problem. You provide the ammunition, <laughs> yeah, the helicopter, and we'll go have some fun. That would be fun. Could you imagine? Oh, um, awesome. interesting. I they should start hunting them if it's that big of an issue. Definitely, yep, it's probably good eating. I wonder. Now, I wanted to touch on this real quick. Isn't it interesting that the car that flew through the air and blew up at the border in New York yeah. happened on the, the, the Rainbow Bridge? I'm just are saying. You, are you like 
What did they find peanut butter on? It was the scene a rich liberal driving a Bentley. Did they find peanut butter on the and scene? And it blew up on the Rainbow Bridge. I mean, is this like foreshadowing that the liberals are gonna backstab the transgender LGBTQ community? I just I don't know. Oh, what what do you mean? The liberals are gonna backstab the LGBTs? No, they already have, they just don't know it yet. I don't know what's going on with that culture war brainwashing fest. Okay. So let's talk about information warfare. I've said it the last few weeks. I'm going to say it again. I've said it the last few years. We are moving into a time frame where you cannot trust anything anybody tells you. Not me, not Vince, not anybody. Don't freaking believe it. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to yourself through your own investigation, your own inquiry, your own research. And that is going in there through multiple sources, through various aspects of confirmation, not just accepting what you hear because somebody said it. Okay. This is going to become critically important moving into 2024. Guys, the final battle is 2024. We are moving into it in a fury. This is where the storm is happening. It's where it's going to occur. Things are going to get crazy. There's going to be massive psychological warfare, information warfare, things that we saw happening today. This is going to be everyday normal stuff. Got to remember. Traps. Dan Goldman said, we need to eliminate Donald Trump. They're going to try to take out Donald Trump. Oh, don't worry. He apologized for that. Oh, of course. Well, I didn't mean, I meant politically eliminate him. No, they they mean eliminate him, okay? They want to get rid of that guy, and they're getting to the point where they don't care if he becomes a martyr. They want him gone. They want all of us gone and out of their way because we are the one thing standing in front of them and their new world order. Understand that. They will utilize all their weapons and all their tactics against you, me, and everybody else to make sure that they can move forward with their 15-minute city agenda, with their you-will-own-nothing agenda, with their control of carbon dioxide, control of water, control of air, control of all resources, natural resources, human-created resources. They want to control every single aspect of your life on this planet. But the first thing that they want to do is they want to eliminate 95% of you because it's a lot easier to control a billion people than it is 8.5 billion. And they are moving to that point and they're going to do everything in their power. And like I said, they will not give up power. They will scorch this earth before they ever, ever give up power. And so we are either headed to A, a civil war in 2024 after the election. And this is what Ray Dalio, one of the board members at the World Economic Forum, has said specifically. He says the Democrats will not accept the election in 2024 if the Republicans win. And the Republicans won't accept it if the Democrats win. So therefore, the only result is civil war. So therefore, we most likely will have some type of cold civil war in our country during that time frame. But I believe it will be escalated well beyond that before that even happens to the point where we probably won't even have an election in 2024. But understanding and knowing exactly what these people are going to do and what they are capable of, we could potentially be well deep into a Great Depression in World War III by that time specifically to the point where they don't need to have elections. They don't need to take out Donald Trump because they already control everything because everybody is dirt poor and living outside in tents and in soup lines because everybody is sick, poor, hungry, um, uh, jobless, and homeless. 
And that's what they yeah. really, really, really want. Go ahead, Vince. Yeah, you're right. They want you to be begging to be a part of their system. That's right. All right, guys. Um, tomorrow night, I think we're still going to do the After Dark Q&A. There's going to be no Daily Dose, but I believe there's going to be – there might be other shows. So Yeah, I'll be available uh, after, after a yeah. little turkey. Yeah, after some turkey, I'll probably do the After Dark q and I'll let everybody know on the social red pill, uh, getting updated on that. Um, Friday night, Vince and I will take to the stands. Maybe a special guest. We'll see. But we're, uh, we'll have some fun. I think we're going to talk about AI and, and that kind of stuff. Simulation, AI, supercomputers. I think that'd be fun. Maybe hey, maybe we could do um, a Twitter space this Friday or this weekend. I, I might be up for it. Yeah. Put that on the All back right. burner. We'll let you guys know. That's right. RPG 3573 donated two lemons. Thank you so much. A grandma five revolt, three lemons. RPG again, two lemons. Thank you guys so much for those donations and RPG again. Uh, you guys, if you want to see me shave, if you want to vote, go to uh, redpills.tv slash shave. Vote yes or no. Redpills.tv slash shave. Vote yes or no. Um, so far, we got three people that voted. So thank you so much for those people supporting us. Um, and it's just really a way to support us. Uh, if you guys want to support us in any other way, shape, or form, go on over to socialredpill.com. Check out that over there. Get a subscription there or go on over to redpills.tv. Lots of ways to support us right there directly. Um, as well as a few people have been reaching out. Um, we'll be putting out a few emails this week about uh, some of uh, like My Daily Naturals. If you want to go there, mydailynaturals.com. As well as the uh, Varicicosis um, Multicolor uh, um turkey tail mushrooms that uh, are fantastic that we're getting a lot of feedback on a lot of positive feedback on people who are sick or no longer sick and a few other things happening if you guys want those mushrooms redpills.tv slash mushroom redpills.tv slash mushroom they have the ones for pets too and i know some people are using them if you guys have feedback We'd love to hear. Yes, from please send us your feedback. If you're do- giving your dogs or your cats or stuff like that, let us know the feedback. The cookies are good for all ages, by the way. If you want the cookies, redpills.tv slash cookies. Um, mm. And then if you want the pets products, redpills.tv slash pets. And you can go to those, those things, guys. Much appreciated. Love you guys all. You guys are awesome. We'll see you guys uh, uh, tomorrow night in the After Dark Q&A and then Friday night with Fringe. And there will be plenty of other shows throughout the rest of the week. We're still trying to get Jim Price hooked up. Once he gets on board, I'll let everybody know and check out for some emails coming this week, but much love, respect. God bless you guys. You all take care. Have a great night. See you guys next time. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Ipatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.